Welcome to the Sangani show where we will talk about everything health wealth and wisdom I came to the US in 1983 from Mumbai India with $10.45 in my pocket and with a big dream in my heart Now I'm a practicing cardiologist, a businessman, an entrepreneur, life mentor, and most importantly, a dad. I have lost some, I won some. But every time I lost or won, I learned even more. And my success has not been easy, but finally I made it. And my next mission is to help you do the same. Learn from my experiences, and that is life is a business. Hi there and welcome to the Sangani show and my name is well you guessed it Dr Bharat Sangani your favorite doctor and the host today we are going to talk about oh wow what are i talking about today finding your tribe and the importance of having the right one my digital media boss Mike created this topic so i'll have to now explain it to you what it really means in the layman's term so the guest today we have is going to talk about how do you really find the true consultant to get your life in compliance in order and not get into any trouble and that's what basically mica's title finding your tribe and the importance of having the right one so let's start with that Uh, now that you know the fancy title and now you also know what it really means meet my dear friend mr upendra vora welcome doc getting me into this tribe <laughs> thank you <laughs> no no yeah. <laughs> we, um, we we with affection and love call him un most of his people also call him as un so un has been a very special person in my life uh, he has been with me when i was in mississippi he has been with me throughout my journey my entire professional journey uh in dallas and elsewhere in the country when i first started my professional journey the first person who i ended up i shouldn't really use the word hire because he actually did me a lot of favors just to help me out the first person who helped me to put my businesses together the tech structure together and that tech structure is has been the same structure the corporate structure is still the same after 30 years of being together thank you doc so he has been with us for 30 years and um let I'll, instead of me spoiling the the fun of who truly he is and his background from chemical engineer to what he is today and all the other mbas and stuff like that i'll just let him speak uh, uh about himself so you and can you please Tell our audience a uh, little bit about you, and don't have to be modest, okay? Uh, yes, sir. I'll try to be humble, but let's see. <laughs> <laughs> no need to be. My <laughs> wife tells me all the time that you're never humble. So let's just we'll see what happens today. But I appreciate, Doc, what you say. Few words about me, and I'm glad to have you, as I said earlier, in your tribe, and you're founding me one. Uh, I am an engineer. I started my journey back home, and. an engineer turning 180 degrees into finance you know that is very interesting you know and i went my masters in chicago then i did my going for my phd at mit and my son famously calls me mit dropout you know because i couldn't complete my mit phd and ended up 
in Exxon, and Exxon Engineering told me you are more suited towards the strategic planning and MBA. So they put me through the New York University MBA. And then I used to work for Caltex Petroleum where they were trying to groom me to be SVP and all that. But unfortunately, I couldn't go to Singapore and New Zealand where they moved their headquarters, Singapore, you know. So I started my own business and then people started consulting and people started asking me, are you a certified public accountant? And I said, what the heck am I have to do for that? So let's just figure out, you know. I ended up going through UTD, in of Texas, Dallas, and said, what do I need to do? I said, well, you have to take six courses, you know, or we can sort it out to five courses. And I ended up being taking five courses in one summer. They didn't allow me that, but ended up that. And finally, I got my CPA, and then I became a certified public accountant and very happy to be CPA and then did my certified financial planning and MBA. Now with the AICPA, they, were, they also give a certificate called PFS, Personal Financial Specialist. You know? So I have been PFS for over 20 years, you know. But I love what I do. And main thing, the reason I enjoyed the financial is I can see fruits of my results right away. I can help someone and I can see the results and it gives me so much satisfaction that a person can grow financially, can grow businesses, you know, uh, with the right mindset, you know. No, I have seen you help a lot of people, including me. And it's not only that, that you help people who are your clients. You are always available to help whether they are your client or not. You've never not taken anybody's message or phone call whenever time comes to help. So there are a lot of qualities that I have learned from you. But for audience um, and our listeners' sake, uh, let me start with the first question. When people are looking for their tribe, what should they look for? Because it's very difficult, right? I mean, I can tell what to look for when you are looking for a physician. But it is hard for me to explain to people what they should look for when they are looking for the other tribes for, for their help. And you are seeing all kinds of people. They come to you. You have your specific tribe of your own. So what do you think people should look for? My general advice, you know, to everyone since last 30 years, that I have been doing this is first thing you want to see is, is he a good listener, you know? A person to be helping you has to be a very good listener, you know? And then one thing you always ask them, their availability, you know? The problem, Doc, with our profession is that we are always have deadlines, you know? Or we are always busy doing something and if the somebody calls and you don't get answered within even 24 hours, the client gets frustrated. Say, I need some help today and how can I get it? So what I made my policy up and I tell everybody that if you, your, whatever your advisor is, you know, if they are available 24-7, in fact, generally most people don't bother you 24-7. But idea is they should be available when you are. Once you look for that their, their availability, then you look for the knowledge. Now, as I said, I'm not perfect person. I have a lot of imperfections. And I tell my clients that I know only 1% of accounting and taxation. Although I know quite a bit, but the 
the field is so vast that it's very difficult to know each and everything, you know. So a lot of people come to me and ask me, should I do this, should I do that? I said, look, we will find my limitations that I know where I should stop. And if I can't stop there, I'll find you the referral or somebody else, which will be as good as me, who will be available at the same time, who can listen to you, who can explain you everything what you need to do, you know. So uh, that's the one important part in any field. First you look for his listener, then you look for availability, you look for his knowledge, that is he knowledgeable, or does he have wherewithal, even if he doesn't know something, to get something quick, grasp something quick, and explain you in layman terms, how, what, and why, you know. This is, this is very good, and as all of you heard, he laid down in four different pathways before you actually hire a person to help you, whether it's a lawyer or a tax accountant or estate planner, etc., etc., anybody whom you want, make sure that those four uh, items that he talked about is is clearly available to that. And just to add some one more thing from my side is I also like to check out references. Yes. I think it is very important that in this digital world, in the social media, there's so much good stuff, so much not so good stuff is available. So much information, so much misinformation is available. It's hard to make up your mind. So you reach out to the people whom you know and then say, who do you go to? And what do you think about this? Or the person you have found, ask some references of that person and call those people and be blunt and ask exact questions that you would really like to know. I, I think that's a very good thing that I, and I appreciate that. And always I say that without checking, like example, if they ask me lawyers, I always give them two or three lawyers name so that they can talk to each one of them and then, as you said correctly, ask each one of them, what are the good, you know, if you have anybody that you can afford that we can talk to, who have, you have helped them for many years, you know. No, it's, it's very, very important. And, and yes, sir. references, I always say that when, when you, a few people talk good about you, that means you've done something good. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't have anybody to say good about you, then you got a serious problem. And a lot of times people will say, oh, it's a very secret. It, it's, yeah. it's, uh, uh, the word they use is, is uh, confidential. But let's, let me tell you something. They are confidential matters, but nobody has a problem saying how good a person you exactly. are. Exactly. That should not be confidential. confidential. I run away from people who say, I cannot give you any references because all my references are private and confidential, you know, then God bless you. I'm not the right client for you. I agree with you. And, and that's what I've always um, maintained. Now, you are here on this platform and it would be a shame on me if I let you leave this platform without at least giving some advice. How can people save taxes? You are very good at that. You helped me a lot. Yes, <laughs> saved me and my company millions and millions of dollars in taxes. So, yes, sir. so give a little bit of your knowledge to our, our listeners. I think the first thing we all want to know is planning, you know. You must plan. So, and the planning does not begin at the end of the year, you know. Planning is from day one to the 365th or 366th day, you know. So, Tax ideas to save, there are plenty of them around. But first thing you want to do is make sure your books 
or perfect. You are not either overpaying your tax that you could have deferred, you know, or the books are not in balance and you're paying taxes on unbalanced books, you know. So that's number one. Books must be correct. Number two is you figure out how you can minimize, I would say more frequently, I say optimize your tax. So you may be paying minimum tax today, but in two to three years, you're going to pay a lot more tax. Again, it's not worth it, you know. So you have to optimize the tax with a set of constraints that you have, you know. So generally the tax savings ideas, a lot of them are used and some of them are very obvious like family income splitting that we try to do as much as you can do. Pension plan, you optimize the pension plan as much as you can do, you know. Again, deferring the income and accelerating the expenses if you can do. Always do that, defer the income, accelerate the expense so you are pushing the income to the next year and getting the expenses for the current year. Buy take full advantage of depreciation laws, you know. That's another important thing. Currently, there are a lot of depreciation for the equipments, less than 15-year item available, that we can take 100% depreciation. Use those, you know. As you know, Mr. Trump, our past president, he used a lot of it. And Doc, we have used for you a lot of advantage of using the real estate depreciation, you know. And the other thing I want to really mention is that if your spouse is not employed full-time somewhere else, use your spouse as a vehicle to show a real estate person, you know. And there are some real estate rules that you use, but if you can qualify under those rules, it's a great idea that you can make some passive income into active income. The last one I still want to talk about is how to convert your ordinary income into capital gain item. Ladies and gentlemen, if whoever is watching this or who is listening to this, they must do this. Try to convert your ordinary income into a capital gain item. Ordinary trades can be 37% or if Biden administration raises it, it could be even higher. But the capital gain tax long term can be 20 or 23.8% depending upon your situation. Now, these are all great ideas and uh, the viewers, even if you try one or two of these, it will still make a big difference. It has made a big difference in my life, uh, in our company's life, uh, as far as the taxation and the way things have gone. Before we depart, I still would like to talk about one more thing and that also he is very good at and has really helped me a lot is estate planning. So can you let our viewers, listeners know a little bit what, do sh what should they know about estate planning and who should or who needs estate planning? That's an excellent question, Doc. And let me begin with this. Anyone, you know, as soon as they become adult, they need to have their estate planning done. Now, estate planning has several phases. So it's not only estate tax savings, you know, but first thing is your wealth, whether it is $100 or $10 million, where do you want it to go and how should it go? So what we call that is a will. So at the same time, if your children you want to have a guardian. At the same time, you want to have a health power of attorney. 
on all those things. So basic estate planning, I tell anybody who is adult and anybody who is adult, they should have that. Now, the question is, what else do you do going beyond? So now there are the, the will always will go to the probate. So you, if you fail and probate in Texas is not that bad, but in other states, it's quite expensive sometimes, you know. And not only that, but probate is a hassle, you know. So to avoid the probate, we always recommend living trust. That's a revocable trust. So that we must do. Now, this is all basics. Again, here there is no high net worth or anything like that, you know. But then, now you can go a lot more. If you have a high net worth or you're in your own private business, then I always recommend that do the limited partnership asset protection. So then asset protection comes in picture, you know, and going there further, you want to reduce your estate so that it, currently the estate tax, that exclusion amount, we call it, is 11.7 million per person. So that can go down. And we don't know when it will go down, but thank God what I'm hearing so far at this year, at least it's not going down, you know. So the idea is you want to minimize that, use the resources to, although you have more money, but at your death, you're less than 11.7 million or during lifetime, you give gifts so that that 11.7 million comes down. Now, something called a state freezing principle that we have. So if you give today, it freezes, you know, what only thing it does is the, you don't get a step up in basis. So whatever you give to the kid or the trust has your basis that passes through, you know. Now, limited partnership, it gives you discounts, you know. So a lot of discounts you get, minority discount and uh, lack of marketability discounts. So these discounts you want to use. Now, the IRS and the Congress is trying to get away with those discounts for particularly a small family LP, you know. So we need to worry about that and use those discounts as early as we can and if it's when is it available, you know. Very good, very good. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure what you said in the last few minutes took you decades to get there. So it, Correct. For, for viewers also, I don't expect that all of us will get all these things in just in few minutes that he mentioned, but at least it makes us think harder and start putting things in place. And um, I'm sure Micah is going to make sure that his contact information will be on the screen or somehow you'll be able to get in touch with him, although he's very busy and uh, depends on his business. He will see how many people he can accommodate uh, to give advice, but he's always available uh, as, a, as far as his clients and other people, they, they need him. Uh, again, viewers, thank you very much for listening. Please follow us on our the social media. Go to the website www.bharatsangani.com and uh, sign up for the Life is the Business today on the website. We look forward to see you again uh, in the next show. Hopefully, these shows are bringing value to you. And um, UN, as always, thanks for being a gracious host to us. Thank you, Doc. You always have. I believed in you and I still believe in you and I learned from you a lot. You know, thank you. So kind of you. Thank, thank you. you.